Today, we are going to talk about the difference between a PA and a nurse practitioner in skincare. So my friend asked me the other day, what is the difference between a physician assistant PA and a nurse practitioner NP? And I thought, wow, that would be a great episode because I bet there's some folks out there from the South, we say folks, who would like to know this information. And I wanted to dive a little bit deeper in this as well as it relates to the skin. And when you ever go to like your dermatologist or a plastic surgeon's office and you're seeing a PA or NP instead of the doctor, what does that really mean? Let's dive into learning more about what the difference is so then you'll know if that's really going to work with you or you'd rather wait for your appointment. Personally, I think it's great to have those as options, especially nowadays if you need to get in with a doctor. It just takes a while now. For me personally, a few weeks ago, I needed to take my son to the dermatologist and she was booked for, I think it was at least a couple of months out. So I personally opted to see the NP, nurse practitioner, and she was able to prescribe the medicine that he needed. And now he's doing great. Everything is fine. So I wanted to kind of go over and touch base what the differences are. So a physician assistant, PA, and a nurse practitioner, MP, are both healthcare professionals who can work in various medical specialties, including skincare, as you may have seen them at your visits alongside or independent of your doctor. I know that in my neck of the woods, it's very common to see nurse practitioners have their own business that you go and you see for aesthetic services. And they're also doing facials too. And some just do Botox and fillers and they're more on like the medical aesthetics and others include facials as well. So it really just depends on what that nurse likes to do. Again, we are talking about how it relates to the skin, not necessarily if you go in for a traditional general office doctor visit. So let's get started with our education and training just to kind of have a brief overview. With a PA, they typically complete a master's degree program, which is usually around two years in duration. PAs receive a general medical education that covers a broad range of medical disciplines, allowing them to work in different specialties. So I thought this is really cool because this is important. I was even asking myself, wow, they're both really similar. So why would you choose, like, why would you do one over the other? And from reading and learning about that, it's, I think it's because it, a PA has greater flexibility in specialties. So what that means is a PA can switch specialties without the need for a new certification or education other than like on the job training versus a nurse practitioner she trains in either primary or acute care. So just to kind of go over what acute care is, that means it's providing emergency services and general medical and surgical treatment for acute, which is like intense. So think about like critical, like an example would be like uh, acute pain. That would be an example of acute treatment for acute disorders rather than like a long-term residential care for chronic illness. Now, nurse practitioner, they are registered nurses. They have completed additional education, usually at the master's or doctoral level with a focus on a specific area of healthcare. They may have a background in nursing before 
pursuing advanced practice roles. I thought that was very interesting. Lots of schooling going on there. Now let's take a look behind the curtain and let's go over their scope of practice. So with the PA, they work under the supervision of physicians and their scope of practice. Now that is going to vary depending on state regulations. Of course, both of these will be. And just the collaborating physicians preferences also. So whoever they work for, that's also going to dictate what they are allowing their PA to do as well. A PA can diagnose and treat medical conditions, order, interpret tests, and assist in surgeries. So to me, that is a really big part of the team there. For a nurse practitioner, an NP often has more autonomy in their practice. So what that means is they have more freedom. And now some states do allow them to practice independently. So for South Carolina, they can practice independently. Again, everything is different state to state. They can assess patients, order and interpret diagnostic tests, diagnose and treat medical conditions, and prescribe medications. So I'm in South Carolina and it is pretty normal to see a lot of NPs do their own business with aesthetics and they're doing injecting Botox, doing thread lifts, fillers, lasers, dermaplaning, etc. And personally, I think it's awesome because they are very usually extremely detailed and it seems they have more time with you. And I like that. It's more like a session and it's just my personal experience that you're, you're there for a longer time, especially when they have their own practice. Everything's just very, very specific. Now let's look into the medical approach versus the nursing approach. So PAs, physician assistants, they receive a medical education with a focus on the medical model that emphasizes the diagnosis and treatment of diseases and conditions. Now the MPs, they often have a nursing background and they're going to make, well, they may approach patient care from a holistic perspective, considering not only the medical aspects, but also the patient's overall well-being. That's very important. That may be a determining factor if you want to have that combination of medical and holistic, maybe go for the NP over the PA. It just really depends on what you're looking for. Certification and licensing. Now, both PAs and NPs, they have to pass national certification exams and obtain state licensure to practice. Now, these specific requirements and processes may vary by state. I know that with my aesthetics license, yes, I had to have a certain number of hours and I got a longer certification where I can practice in other states too. So I did the longest hours that you can have. So then I could go state to state. In the context of skincare, let's break it down with that. Both PAs and NPs, they may work in dermatology or other specialties related to skin health. So their roles may involve diagnosing and treating skin conditions, prescribing medications, and providing patient education. So what that means is you can feel comfortable having your appointment with either one because they are able to diagnose you and prescribe medications. What if you could wake up every day being truly happy with your skin? What if you could shake off outdated skincare beliefs and use your new knowledge to change the look of your skin? Well, I am excited to share that I'm going to show you the way in my free upcoming live class, Seven Hacks to Instantly Improve Your Skin. In this live class, I share my seven skincare hacks that I taught to over 10,000 of my facial clients as an esthetician of 15 years. And I'm going to teach and share with you these same methods. I give you very actionable and easy steps that enable you to begin to change your skin to its healthiest 
version. This free live class is my gift to you. So if you feel stuck, frustrated with your current skin, then let this master esthetician help you. You will get to learn from me as I am holding this class live and in person. You are going to want to go to the link in the podcast episode description to sign up. So I invite you on the journey of how to have your healthiest skin. And I can't wait to see you live in my free class of seven hacks to instantly improve your skin. Class is filling up. So I invite you to join today before it closes by clicking on the link in the description. The choice between a PA and an NP in skincare, it really just depends on individual preferences, your state regulations on what they can and can't do, and the specific needs of the healthcare setting. And I know I keep saying state regulations, but that is so important because every state has different regulations that they allow certain certifications to do. So for example, for me as an esthetician, I cannot do a professional microneedling. I'd have to be with the doctor in the room in order for me to do that. However, I really like home derma rolling. I really think that is so good for you. I do that regularly. And according to the book that I read, which is a microneedling book, that is actually better because you're doing trauma, a little bit of trauma over your skin. And I can tell when I do not do my derma rolling at home, what a difference. That micro trauma to me is better than the professional microneedling. And I have had both and I actually prefer the home. Just wanted you to have my take on that. So both physician assistants and nurse practitioners can play important roles in skincare treatments. I wanted to go over, so they have specific responsibilities. They may include the following. Diagnosis of treatment of skin conditions. This can be, both of them can assess and diagnose various dermatological conditions. That would be such as acne, eczema, psoriasis, dermatitis, infections, and skin cancers. So then you can feel confident when you have something pop up and you can have them check that out. Prescription of medications. They are also authorized to prescribe medications for treating skin conditions. This would include topical creams, ointments, oral medications, and antibiotics. That's really important too. Minor procedures. Both PAs and MPs may perform minor dermatological, that word is tripping me up today, (laughs) dermatological procedures such as skin biopsies, cryotherapy, which is the freezing of skin lesions and removal of benign lesions like warts or skin tags. If it were me, I have no problem with the wart skin tags, cryotherapy, but I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode, skin biopsies. I really would prefer to go to a plastic surgeon just because they are really, really focused on their margins and their clean cut lines. It's just an aesthetics that they are trained in. That is what they do for a living is to have beautiful work. And if it's something that's cut out on, and I'm going to have like a scar that I have to deal with, I'm going to have a plastic surgeon do that. Education and counseling, both PAs and MPs, NPs, they may provide patient education on skincare practices, preventative measures, and lifestyle modifications to promote skin health. So you'll notice that they do offer that. They can also do follow-up care so they can manage the ongoing care for patients with chronic skin conditions, and they can just ensure that those treatments are effective and adjusting plans as needed. Now, with dermatologists, you'll see that they do collaborate with dermatologists and they can develop those comprehensive treatment plans for the patients with if they have like severe skin conditions or complex skin conditions. And I think that's great that 
we can all, in fact, I would even toss in an esthetician into the mix. I think it is a beautiful combination when we all work together, when you have your esthetician, when you have your dermatologist, your plastic surgeon, <laughs> your, your PAs and your NPs. Like let's just all use our brains together and boy, you got a powerhouse. That's what I think. So skincare screenings, both PAs and NPs. Oh, I just want to say, so usually with my clients, I would have them like, let me work together with your dermatologist and see how we can work together. Meaning I could not prescribe, but offer what I think the skincare routine should be, what products should be used. And then they can review that and see if I need to make any adjustments that's interfering with any medications or anything or the goals the dermatologist had. So I really like to work into conjunction with the dermatologist and have a good relationship with them. So I feel like that's important. Skin cancer screenings, both PAs and MPs can perform skin cancer screenings. They can identify those suspicious moles or lesions and refer patients like a Mohs specialist to specialize for further evaluation. I prefer the Mohs method if you do have to have something removed, if it's possible. It's just like a like super thin layer after layer. My mom had it and it makes such a difference. She had it right above her lip in between her nose and her lips. That could have been a really, really tricky area to where she could have had a big, big scar. And her Mohs specialist did a beautiful job of removing the cancer that was there and it healed so naturally. And so now you can't even tell. I mean, so I have seen it go the other way too, which is a botch job. (laughs) So that is why I prefer a Mohs specialist. Cosmetic dermatology. In some settings, PAs and MPs may also be involved in cosmetic dermatology. This is what I was talking about with Botox injections, derma fillers, laser therapies, and aesthetic, like any other aesthetics. Now, again, I just want to hone it back in. Every specific task and procedures, it varies on state-by-state regulation. It also varies on the level of supervision that's required and the collaboration of the physician's preference and what they prefer that person to be able to allow to be doing in their practice. So, in some states, MPs may have more autonomy in dermatology practice compared to PAs, while in others, the roles may be more similar. And additionally, the level of experience and additional certifications or training in dermatology can influence the extent of their involvement in specific skincare treatments. So I think the overall message of going into this is they are both very qualified. They have a lot of training And especially what I love is when they do work under a doctor for, I like to see them have experience under a doctor for a few years, just so they can see a variety of patients and they can see skin after skin, after skin, after skin. So that's what I did. When I first got to esthetician school, I worked for an acupuncturist and it was such a beautiful learning ground for me. I got to see patient after patient, skin after skin, after skin, after skin, and it just forced me really to study and understand the skin like no other because the playing field is a little harder when you are working in a doctor's office well than just having your room by yourself right after school. So I personally prefer when an esthetician or an MP or PA likes to work under a doctor's supervision for a few years, get their experience. And then they also have, I know in my case, you have that professional advisement over each case. 
And I just think that is so important. And that just gave me such a wonderful insight on the skin. And I knew before I even opened up my spa, oh my gosh, I had so much training for those years that I worked under the acupuncturist. So I really understood the gut health and the herbs and what was needed. And that's why I was able to make a huge difference in people's skin, because I also feel that it was just such a combination of me learning every day on my own, but being in that practice and having somebody with years of experience train me, that made such a difference. So ask when you go to somebody individually, you really want to find out where they practice from. It makes me want to do another episode on how to find a great esthetician that just popped up in my head while I was talking to you. (laughs) So I hope this helped. I hope this was interesting podcast. And now you know, okay, I kind of know the difference between the two and I feel good. So thank you so much for listening. I'll see you at same time, same place. Until next time, have a great day. Wait, don't go just yet. I've got something fun to tell you. Have you subscribed to our newsletter? Okay, we have a newsletter where you get all of our exclusive tips mixed in with our tricks, our favorite hacks, or products that this esthetician is using straight to your inbox weekly. Of course, this is mixed in with sisterly fun, beautiful graphics, and Ashley's interesting memes. They crack me up, y'all. All you have to do is so simple. Just go to our show notes and we have the link actually right there to the newsletter. It's so easy. Or if you want, you can also go to lindsayholder.com and sign up. That's lindsayholder.com. And that's Lindsay with an E and sign up today. See you inside.